0: Welcome to the Make Disciples Podcast, a short weekly podcast where we will share topics, ideas, and resources useful to you in your effort to follow Jesus as a disciple. Well, Welcome back to another episode of the Make Disciples Podcast. Today in the podcast studio, I am joined with Senior Pastor David McNeely. David, how are you?
1: So far, so good. Stuffed. So far, so uh, good.
0: A a big lunch we just had. A big lunch we just had. It was pretty good, pretty good. We got some fun stuff to talk about uh, today. And it's weird to call it fun because we're using the word discipline. And uh, so it doesn't sound like it's fun because we are talking about disciplines over the entire season or most of the season here. So I'm using that phrase, but it's important to recognize that we have a goal. We don't talk about disciplines in the Christian life. Just as something to do, there is a reason for the spiritual disciplines that we're going to be getting into uh, throughout the entire season. And so we thought it would be useful to start with a discussion of the goal, start with the end in mind before we get into some of these disciplines. And the goal that we want to talk about is spiritual maturity. So, David, let's open it up and uh, get a broad overview question. When we say spiritual maturity as Christians, what do we mean by that? Every time I hear the word by the way
1: it, is it maturity or maturity I think it all it just depends on where you're from Yeah it just
0: depends I think
1: I think I say it maturity I put the ch sound in there as well yeah. I think my mom has the t sound Interesting and in that which just sounds more refined more educated Well our listeners can educated. correct us on That's that right. if there's a
0: proper way to do it right? That's right
1: So what is spiritual maturity Great question we know what physical maturity is and that's pretty obvious. There's some things for us to look at. So when somebody, uh, I'm talking about typical, normal um, circumstances, when somebody grows, they, they get to a size, a height, and they stop growing. Now, most of us grow a little bit more out as we get older rather than up. But
0: I, res- full, I resemble that <laughs> comment, yeah.
1: <laughs> full maturity is, uh, you know, we, we've reached the place where we are capable, physically speaking, of reproduction. Mm. That's when we know that we're fully mature. Um, here's what gets complicated spiritually though, where it's easy to see in the physical sense. How about someone's emotional maturity? You may not be able to get a full definition or description mm-hmm. up, it, but we all know the difference when somebody is emotionally mature and immature and it, spiritually, it, you got some of both. Yep. There are some things that are, uh, that are obvious that we would put into that category. And there's some things that are not, that are a little more, um, uh, intuitive, I uh, mm-hmm. would see. So ultimately what is spiritual maturity? It is when you have reached the place where you are capable of spiritual reproduction.
0: Hmm. Say it that way. That's a good way to put it. So are there particular markers that we can use to uh, have some sort of indication about spiritual maturity? Yeah, we
1: do. So this is not uh, intended to be the only list that's out there or the definitive list, but but several years ago we got together and uh, many of us did and, and said, Hey, what are the, the marks that we at Wild would want to say, this is how we're going to, the identifiable markers of a spiritually mature individual. And we came up with seven of them. And we have. And so the goal is that the internal condition, that is the posture of one's heart, is going to be in this place. And then we said there's some habits that go along uh, with these conditions. But there are things like the, understands the gospel, hungers and thirst for righteousness, um, et cetera, things like that. Seven marks that we said. When we see these seven things, we, we, we know that someone is spiritually mature.
0: Yeah. And we'll make sure that those are available so that people want to read over all yeah, those absolutely. on our website uh, as well. But let me play uh, devil's advocate for a moment here. Why? Like spiritual maturity, it sounds good. It sounds wonderful. But we believe that we are saved by grace, that it is a merciful act and it is nothing that I do. So maybe... I'm setting up a softball here. As Paul puts it, you know, shouldn't I continue in sin that grace may abound? I mean, what is the point? What is the goal of trying to pursue maturity in our lives?
1: Yeah. So I'll answer it in two ways. Uh, One is because it's clearly God's desire. The scripture is very clear that he wants to um, have spiritual reproduction go back into the garden. The first command that was given to Adam and Eve was be fruitful and multiply. He certainly meant that in terms of physically to get more human beings on the earth. Uh, but I do not think that it was limited to that. You get later on in the book of Malachi, and it talks about the, what's the point of, of having children. It's, it's to produce godly offspring. You look at the life of Jesus, he invested himself heavily into 12 men um, whom God would use, the Holy Spirit would use to turn the world upside down. Um, it's God's desire that we grow. Jesus even gives the, the promise you know, to us. Uh, Paul does talking about Jesus. Uh, he who began a good work and you, he will bring it to completion. Mm. So it is God's desire that we keep growing. But there's a very practical reason, too, that I would say uh, uh, is in there. Um, and it, it's just this. An infant is a wonderful, beautiful, engaging. How many of us just spend time staring? <laughs> Kids, we love it. And in some ways as parents, we miss those stages Oh yeah, or that phase of life. where they're like, Oh, it's so easy, especially when your child could barely crawl, you know, how easy it was to parent yeah. you know, at that point. Um, and that's great. And then we, we, most of us would joke about wanting to, to stay there for a long time, but not really, mm-hmm. because the goal is that that child would grow up, that that child would mature and then eventually marry. And then they would have offspring in which they would do the same thing um, again. So when people in the church don't grow up, here's what happens. They don't spiritually reproduce. Mm. They don't help others in their passionate pursuit of God. They don't get the gospel in the hands of, of a lost world. Um, to stay um, in those uh, infancy stages,
0: toddler stages,
1: um, may be cute. Um, but all of us know, both physically and spiritually, um, that's just not the way it's supposed to be.
0: Yeah, that seems like it's echoing the words of Jesus when he talks about us being the light of the world or being salt. And he gives almost a caution there where a salt that loses its saltiness is terrible and we aren't supposed to be hidden as light. And maturity speaks into that because it allows us to be the salt and light that we're supposed to be. So let me try to bring this down to a more practical level. We're talking about spiritual maturity and saying that that's the goal but in talking about the spiritual disciplines, and we're going to get into them individually in the ensuing weeks, but what role do the spiritual disciplines play in developing this overall spiritual maturity?
1: Yeah, in fact, that, that is actually one of the marks of maturity that we put on this list, one of the seven um, that we said. And the way that we worded it is that the mature, the fully mature and equipped follower of Jesus holds the spiritual disciplines in proper light. Mm. Here's what we mean by that is that they know what the disciplines are, but they know why God has given us the disciplines. um, And then they know what to expect out of the disciplines. In other words, um, a very immature view of the disciplines is I've got to be disciplined for the sake of discipline. Mm. Or if I don't develop these disciplines, God is not going to love me, bless me, et cetera, all that. That's an immature view. And so We don't want to get into the disciplines for the sake of being disciplined. Mm. We want to understand the role that disciplines play in our life. In other words, see them in their proper light. God has given us these disciplines um, so that we might know him, so that we might set our gaze um, upon him. Uh, These are the, the normal means that God has given us so that we might know him, enjoy him, embrace him, grow in our ability to love him with our heart, soul, mind, and strength. These are, again, the the goal is not to be disciplined. The goal is to know God.
0: Yeah. And that's our theme over this entire uh, season is to talk about disciplines as more than just something that we do. There's a purpose for it. Now, there are times when we have to go to church because you go to church. And, And even if you don't want to, you want to push through and do those things, but not just out of simply I uh, checking off a box. There are particular reasons. I think I'd add to uh, what you just said, which is so good. Uh, this idea that spiritual disciplines actually direct our gaze elsewhere. It puts us focus on God's kingdom, out of our world, and looking forward and looking up. And I say looking forward because we're looking forward to a day when the kingdom will be here. It will be whole, and so. For example, we pray to God because we want to talk with him, but we look forward to the day when we'll speak face to face with him and it will happen. There will be no barrier of space or time to God's presence. And so we can pray now expectant that there will be a day when there will actually be interaction. And so that's just one example of many that we can take advantage of. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Dave, for being here. Uh, and for engaging with this important topic, we're going to get into a lot more specifics in the upcoming weeks about the spiritual disciplines.
1: Yeah. yeah. Before we go, I did just one more thing to, uh, to say it in terms okay. of big picture that guides us as we think about this whole idea of, of spiritual growth and maturity. Remember Paul's words in Colossians hmm. uh, that we want to we warn and we teach, we admonish, et cetera. Why? So that we may present everyone mature in Christ. Hmm. And uh, I, I would say this. God's one that's given us this idea of a marriage, that Jesus is the husband, the church um, is the bride. And uh, all of us would shudder, all of us who married would shudder to think, if I stayed the same person (laughs) in year 38 of marriage Mm -hmm. that I was in year one, uh, my poor wife, oh my goodness. We as a church are called to challenge every individual so that every individual will grow, but also so that we as a body will grow. Our body as a church cannot grow if the individuals do not grow. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's what we're, we're trying to do here. Is Why do we want people to get involved in disciplines? Um, not so that we can have a really cool church, um, so that we can be really used by God.
0: Yeah. That we can grow um, individually and as a whole. As our mission says, we want mature and equipped followers of Jesus who live with gospel purpose. And we can only truly live with gospel purpose if we are mature and equipped. And that's why this podcast is here. So thanks for joining us, Dave. And and thank you for uh, joining us. We look forward to an upcoming episode where we'll talk more about the spiritual disciplines. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Make Disciples Podcast. We would love it if you would subscribe, leave a review, and spread the word. This podcast can be found in Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. My thanks to Catherine Eckhart, the producer of this podcast. This podcast is a ministry of Wildwood Church in Tallahassee, Florida.